Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, this is the classical definition of a hidden talent. Lee Hadwin never showed any artistic talent. And you know what? He still doesn't. Yet he has produced a massive body of work. All of it when he's asleep. He sleeps, sleepwalks and produces art. Lee, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are things? Not too bad. So at what age were you uh, when your parents noticed uh, that you weren't just sleepwalking, that you were kind of art walking as well? Uh, probably from the age, well, it's a bit of a, yeah, it's not so straightforward. I sort, sort of started sleepwalking at the age of four and I used to scribble. So my parents, well, they didn't really put that down to anything. It was probably around about the age of seven or eight uh, when it just got a bit more intense where I'd be getting up to like three or four four times in a night. And then they took me actually to the doctors and they just said I'd grow out of it and just to leave me alone as long as I wasn't putting myself in danger. And then it was probably around about the age, I think I was around about 14 or 15, is when uh, the drawing started becoming a lot more intricate. And I drew three small Marilyn Monroes uh, at the age of 15, which yeah, shocked myself as well as my art teachers in school. Hmm. Because uh, yeah, at that, that at that time I was I was probably yeah I think I was getting around about B's and E's in my art, so it was probably from about the age of fifteen that that's when sort of things changed. Okay, and was there any pattern, or is there any pattern, Lee, in the sorts of things that you draw or the pictures that you make? Uh, it's a hard one. I I personally say no, but when I did my first exhibition uh, many years ago in London. Uh, one of the, well, the, the gallery owner, he was one of the few people around the world that could authenticate uh, Andy Warhol's signature. So when he actually got all my art out, he actually sectioned it from from the age of, well, from the age of 15 right through up until 2015. And he could categorise each piece. And when it was actually put on the gallery walls, you could see how, yeah, in a weird way, what what age I was for each section of the art, so it's sort of yeah over over every year my art my art style was changing. So that, that was yeah that was quite amazing to see because mm. I think when you've just got all your art in a pile, you sort of don't notice that. But uh, when you actually categorised everything through the years, you could actually see a pattern there. Uh, like there's one stage I was going through drawing fairies. And then there was another stage where it was sort of straight lines and that they could categorise everything. So that was, yeah, that was quite fascinating to see. Right. OK. And so was there anything in your, say, when you were going through your fairy stage, was there anything in in your you know waking life that you could link that to? No. And if, what, what was really strange was there's, there's, there's a piece on my website. It's, a, it's, it's quite a large piece. And I drew that. Oh, it... I drew that over several several nights because I can actually draw something and then go not finish it and go back to it mm. a couple of nights later. And what was fascinating was they showed these fairies to an art specialist, an uh, art dealer in London. And for me to have drawn the fairies, I would have had to have used real live models for it. Huh. So it's it's sort of a bit of a uh, Pandora's box because obviously fairies don't exist. Well. <laughs> I don't think they exist, but for me to have drawn them, they're saying that I would have had to have used real models to have drawn them. So it's a bit of a paradox drawing, so to speak. So, yeah, so 
So I'm either obviously seeing stuff in my sleep or I'm drawing my actual dreams out. Yeah. So yeah, that, 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 was a, that was a bit fascinating. Do you remember your dreams ever on the nights that you create art? No, not at all. What, what, what I do know, and it's, it's very strange, is as soon as I open my eyes, I know I've done something. Mm. And I get, uh, it's an overwhelming feeling. And I'll, around about 20 minutes, half an hour later, I'll start getting a migraine. But and, until I open my eyes, I don't actually, yeah, I've got no recollection of, of, of what I've done. Yeah. And have the mediums that you've used changed over the years? Uh, yeah, I, I used to draw always in black and white, and I'd always use pencil or charcoal. And then I'd say it was probably 2000, and I think it was around about 2009, 2010, I started using, like, coloured stuff. So, yeah, it's, it was, yeah, it's, it's been strange where you can sort of pinpoint different changes throughout my life. Mm. And there was one episode where, because I'm from North Wales originally, I'd uh, just come over back from Australia and it was a friend's 30th and they were actually getting their house redecorated and I'd actually used, we'd had a barbecue the night before in real in North Wales and I'd actually got up in the middle of the night and got chicken bones out of the barbecue <laughs> and actually engraved on one of their new walls. Oh! Uh, yeah, some big circles and stuff. So we actually cut that out the wall and I've still got that piece today <laughs> in my own living room. Okay, that was very understanding of them, uh, if, if that be said. <laughs> I, I, and is, it, is it regularly or have there been gaps when you didn't do anything? Yeah, there's been gaps. I remember having a, a stage where I didn't do anything for two years. And it, it, it's weird. It, it does bother me and it doesn't bother me. It never used to bother me. But now when I haven't drawn, because I haven't drawn actually anything since February, and then I don't panic, so to speak. I think, oh, will it happen again? And then you thought, I don't want to force it. And I mean, whereas before it didn't bother me at all. I could, you know, I could go months without drawing. And then sometimes I could go two or three, three times in a week drawing. Mm. Uh, but at the moment, I haven't drawn anything since February of this last year. Okay, that's interesting. Does it, it, would it be too far to say that obviously at night when you're sleepwalking, there's an urge to create art, but you may be even kind of aware of that when you're awake? Yeah, it's it, it's it's really, really hard to pinpoint. I mean, I will still get up in the middle of the night now, even though I haven't drawn something, I'll still sleepwalk. Ah. So it's not, it's not that I get up, you know, I, I, w- I will still sleepwalk, but it just... Just, yeah, I mean, if, if I draw something, I draw something. I, do have, I have got stuff set out around the house as well. I've got stuff under my bed and next to my bed. Uh, and whether I use that or not, I, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I don't know until the next day. And there's times where I haven't drawn anything, but I rip pieces of paper up and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's, it's one of them. And obviously, I've, I've been to the Edinburgh Sleep Centre quite a few times and been, you know, examined there. And the other time, I mean, one psychologist said he put it down to trauma as a young kid, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's just one of them. <laughs> yeah. The, the, and you've seen videos of yourself doing this. You know, do you kind of recognise yourself? It was almost like you look like a different person when you're doing this stuff. Yeah, I, I find it quite embarrassing when I look at myself, it's especially when people have recorded you or, or I've done many documentaries, you know, when, when you see yourself, it's, yeah, it's quite embarrassing because it's, you've, it, you've got a disconnection. You've got a dis- kind of disconnection from yourself, even though you can see yourself doing it. It's like, well, yeah, it's it's really, really weird to explain. <laughs> yeah, and when you sleepwalk and you're not creating any art, what do you do? Oh, well, 
I'm in my waking life. In the day oh, no, day. I mean, no, I mean, when you're asleep, if you go for a sleepwalk and, uh, you know, you, you, you haven't created any art, what, what other oh, things? I can do anything. I mean, I, I remember my mum waking me up years ago saying that I was on my hands and knees foraging for sticks. And I was I was looking for sticks through these woods for it to make a campfire. And I always remember my mum saying, oh, she could hear me like and watched me here on my hands and knees going like, where's my sticks? Where's the wood for the fire and stuff like that? So it's yeah, really bizarre. Yeah. So, but I do get, uh, I mean, something like going to the public eye from 2006, like I get a lot of emails and messages on Facebook and stuff like that just from other people that do stuff in their sleep. Uh, I mean, just, just recently after, obviously with the, with the press that I've had recently, I've had lots of emails from around the world where people are, writing poetry in their sleep, some people write music in their sleep, so it's it's not uncommon. Mm. I think for myself it's I haven't it's because I haven't got the ability to produce what I'm producing in my sleep in my waking life. And that's what sort of baffles doctors. But then I think we've all got you know, we've all got hidden talents I think and yeah. we do repress stuff in our waking lives, you know? When you've been doing it has anyone ever, when you know you're sleepwalking and you're drawing, has ever anyone spoken to you and asked you what you're doing or why you're drawing a particular picture? Yeah, even like in in my sleep, I did a big uh, documentary quite a few oh, about three years ago in Japan for Fuji Television, and they woke me up. But I, when as soon as they woke me up, I was in shock. I didn't even know where I was or what I was doing. So oh. there's that disconnection to everything. Yeah. And yeah, and and obviously you've tried to produce art while you're awake, and it's just not there. Yeah, and what was strange? I'm going back to 2008. Uh, I did an hour's documentary for British British broadcaster for ITV, and uh, I think that was actually shown in shown in Ireland at the time through RT at the time, and they followed me for six months, and that's when I went to the Edinburgh Sleep Centre for a few nights, and I was. I was just praying I was going to draw, just just so that they could catch that on film. Mm. But what was actually the hardest thing to prove was proving that I cannot draw while I'm awake, and that was sort of <laughs> been the hardest thing to prove. Yes. Uh, so without me knowing, they actually went to my primary school teachers, my secondary school, just to get my reports and speak to my art teachers. So it was, they got my reports, and the, the highest grade I got in art was a D, so... Yeah, <laughs> my word, that's extraordinary. And and you said you haven't done it for a few months now. So so, do you miss it when you're not doing it? Uh, not not really. I mean, it's like I said, some of the last pieces I did were back in February. Mm. Uh, years ago, if you'd asked me, does it worry you that you haven't drawn? Because there was a period where I hadn't drawn anything for a couple of years, and I'd say no. Whereas now, and I don't know if it's the pressure from the media and stuff like that, and because my life obviously has changed a lot since the media, that I start worrying then if I'm not going to. So I sort of try and I try and block that out because years ago it never bothered me, but now it's sort of it's in the back yeah. of my mind. Sorry, Lee, think, it's, it's the likes of don't go to bed. It's the likes of me asking you questions when you are <laughs> go, when you are going through uh, spates of doing it. Like, are you very tired in the morning? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I. Not so much now, but for quite a few years, I'd wake up and I'd, 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 I'd have to stay in bed because I'd get a migraine and that would last for a couple of hours. And then I'd have to, I'd be vomiting. Oh, then gosh. it would last about another hour after that. And then I'd be fine. I mean, there was an episode where I went to Chelsea and Westminster Hospital in London and I was that, the, the pain was that bad in my head. I mean, I was in A&E there. They actually had had me on a stretcher for, for three or four hours. 
So where it can become intense, you know. So yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's, but it's 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 not all fun. <laughs> it's not all fun. Still though, it's an in, and it's an intriguing mystery. Uh, Lee Hadwin, thanks a million for talking to us today. Thanks, Sean. My pleasure. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. On News Talk.